was listening to a podcast recently with the singer-songwriter Paul Simon. He was talking about the creation of the album Graceland, which is now like 35 years ago. Uh, that was a collaboration between him and black South African musicians at a time when apartheid, racial segregation, was still a part of South Africa, and also uh, Cajun musicians from Louisiana and the United States. So a, a lot of what they did was just hanging out with each other and listening to each other make music. And one of the things Simon talks about is noticing that, that uh, all of the songs that the South African musicians were playing were in a major key. And, and then one day they're just messing around in the studio and one of those musicians starts playing something in a minor key and Simon actually stopped him and said, hey, you're, you're like playing that in a minor key, where'd that come from? And all the, all the musicians said back to him was, well, I was just imitating how you play. And the point Simon was trying to make was that uh, frequently, not always, a minor key is used to express a more melancholy sentiment or emotion. And, and here he was in a country that was still so violently seg segregated by apartheid. And, and here were these black musicians nonetheless, in, in just uh, by reflex almost, playing all of their music in a more expansive, celebrative major key. It was so striking to him that they would not even play in a minor key except when they were imitating him. And I think that actually has a lot to do with the attitude behind today's gospel lesson where Jesus talks about being the good shepherd of the sheep. Um, John's gospel starts, we read this every Christmas Eve with the line, the light came into the darkness and the darkness could not, did not overcome it. John's gospel bears amazing testimony to the importance of light and grace and belief and goodness in a world which can be very dark and cynical. In other words, John's gospel is about continuing to sing the tunes of faith in a major key rather than getting pulled down into a minor key. So in today's gospel lesson, for example, uh, Jesus starts with what was perceived as blasphemy. He said, I am the good shepherd. That's one of seven I am sayings in John's gospel. I am the vine. Uh, I am the living bread come down from heaven. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Those are all of examples. But here he says, I am the good shepherd. And in the original um, Hebrew or Aramaic that that might have been spoken in, uh, Jesus uses that word, I am, the name for God, a word which was never even spoken by Jewish people to show greatest respect for the name. But Jesus speaks it and applies it to himself. Blasphemy, the religious leaders would have said. And they would have been right if Jesus was applying it to himself so it could just be about him. But he applies it to himself not because it's about him, but because it's about God and it's about the community of faith. And he just happens to be the intermediary. What goes on throughout John's gospel is that Jesus time and again will say something like, I and the Father am one. Seems like blasphemy. But then he'll also say, as the Father has sent me, I send you. So Jesus is just kind of the conduit. He's the equal sign between the God who makes us and gives us his spirit and we, the community, who then live it out. And, and what's amazing in this gospel, especially on this last night of Jesus' life when we, when we get there, is, is that he'll say to his disciples, you know, I've given you my spirit, and now you'll do greater things than I, and I call you my friends. You're not servants anymore. 
because I've given you my spirit and therefore you, you will do what I do. Uh, you, you are, in a sense, as connected to the Father as I am. I am the good shepherd who lays down life for the sheep. Life sung and lived in the light in a major key. So Wednesday night in confirmation class, we were talking about listening. Uh, because we were talking about prayer, and I think we all think about what we might say to God in a prayer, but we, always, we don't always focus on how we listen back to the response and how it comes to us through scripture and conscience and the community. And, and, and then we just talked about being a good listener is part of being a good disciple of Jesus. Uh, it allows us to, to be there for others, to respect them, uh, by listening to them and, and to begin to walk in their shoes a little bit. So we did some listening exercises and we just talked and I told a story of a time I had listened really, really poorly. And, and the synopsis of that story was in my training um, uh, back in seminary, I was a, a, a chaplain in one of the large Chicago hospitals and I was assigned uh, to the cardiac intensive care unit. and. I thought I was like doing a really good job, and I, I think I was doing a pretty good job listening to people. And you know, in the nurses' station, there was even this list for all these people that I was supposed to visit. One day, there was a name at the top of the list. That's the first guy I was supposed to visit. And when I when I began talking with him, I understood why he was in for a cardiac procedure. But as they had done tests, they had also discovered cancer, and not just cancer, but it was everywhere. And they had told him just that day that he was not going to live, and he was not going to live uh, much longer. And so we started talking about that, and he was so adamant that, that that was wrong, and he was going to live, and he was going to beat it, and someday he was going to hold his grandchildren. And, and I listened to that with my ears and with my brain. <laughs> And my brain said, well, this, this guy's probably in denial, and I, I should kind of talk with him about kind of moving past that and, and, and living the last days of his life well. And he was furious at me. And, and, and finally, he kind of shook his fist at me, and, and he ordered me to leave. Uh, he didn't want any talk about dying. He only wanted to talk about living. And, and I've always prayed that, that he was right. And got to hold his grandchildren. I did some terrible listening that day because I only listened with my ears and with my brain. I, I forgot to use my eyes and, and somehow missed the enormous pain and anxiety that he was in. And, and I didn't listen with my heart either and, and somehow missed the fact that he didn't need somebody to teach him about denial. He needed somebody to be with him in his pain and not rush past that because he couldn't ever get past it if somebody didn't spend some time with him in the, the shock and the grief and the devastation of what he had just heard. Listening is a whole body experience, is it not? In John's Gospel, Jesus says, I'm the good shepherd. And, 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 and I come looking for the sheep and, and I protect them. The hired hands, they just, they just run away, but I'm, I'm all in on them. And, and when the trouble comes, that's when I'm most present. And see, now that reminds me of what we talked about just two weeks ago on, on that first Easter evening when, when the disciples are locked in the room and they're afraid and Jesus shows up and just says, peace be with you. In other words, in the midst of, of everything that's gone wrong, in the midst of the darkness, 
That's when Jesus shows up. And he conveys good news, peace be with you. And as the Father has sent me, so I send you. He reconnects those disciples to mission and to goodness and to the light that was gifted to be within them. This then is what Jesus does for you and I constantly so that we do not get pulled down and so that we are not afraid that when life's difficulties come to us or to others that we will not ignore it or avoid it or, or add to it, but instead we will be like that good shepherd. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. To be in the midst of it, to be unafraid of the wolf, to sing in a major key. So with permission from the family, I can say that one of our members um, passed away this last week, Don Volan, who sang often in the choirs at the Cross of Life campus. And he had been sick for a long time, and I went to visit him earlier this week. And when I walked into the room, uh, shortly after I got there, he, he kind of shook his fist at me like that. Could have sent me into a flashback to the Chicago experience years ago, but it didn't. Because I, I knew why Don had done it. And, and the reason he kind of did that is he wanted to make sure that I said to you, extended to you his greetings and his thanks for years of prayer on his behalf. And, and most of all, the reason he did that was he was thinking back to a time a couple of years ago when he had already been sick for a while, but he was able to come to, to church one day uh, with his family. And I remember before the service shaking his hand and it was so, so firm, so strong. And then during the service, I just mentioned that he was back after a long absence. And, and that congregation that day uh, just burst into spontaneous applause for Don. And he kind of shook his fist like this, and I kind of shook it back like, like that at him. The, the good news of him being here in the midst of all that he had gone through. Don was a lifelong musician. He grew up singing. He was a music teacher all of his life. He's been performing all of his life. He knows something about major and minor keys, hey? But um, uh, when he did that, what he was communicating to you was the good news of someone who has lived his whole life at some level in a major key, a child of the light, someone sent by the Good Shepherd to be good to others in our world. The wolves have no power when the shepherds are paying attention. May you be filled with that spirit this week, the spirit given to us from uh, our Jesus, May you live in a major key. And may you remember that, that Jesus wasn't committing blasphemy in, in that story because it wasn't about him. It was just his way of reconnecting us to love. Be a child of the light this week, people of God, because it's not blasphemy if it's about love. Be about love.